everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, this was a big week for us. Uh, we actually met up. We'll get to that very shortly, but uh, it's quite a bit to get to this week, and I had one of the best food items I've had in a long time. Nice. That's awesome. All right. Before we get to everything, uh, make sure you uh, are following us on social media. I'm at I'm fat pod. That's Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called. Now, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm wanking. Um, Send a, is it Zeet? Zeet. How you're supposed to ah, like, I don't think <laughs> you're supposed to say Zeet. Ah, what do I know? I'm not the one sabotaging yeah. my business. Um, yeah. Twitter. We're going to keep calling it Twitter. Instagram, yeah. TikTok, Facebook, Threads. We're on Threads, um, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. We've got our YouTube page, youtubecom slash podcast. Please go take thirty seconds and subscribe to our YouTube page for us. We would really appreciate that. Trying to get to those one thousand followers so we can start monetizing that page. I know that doesn't matter to you, but it helps us. Yes, there you go. YouTube.com slash podcast takes thirty seconds to subscribe, even if you don't plan on watching. Please do us that solid and subscribe for us. Uh, we've got our T Public Shop, I'mFatMerch.com. Lots of new designs there. Rick is wearing uh, one of our more recent ones. We had a, a trio of new designs last week. I know a sale just ended today. I saw a bunch of people took advantage of it, but don't wait. Don't worry. There will be another sale any day now. They happen, seems like weekly at T Public. So I'mFatMerch.com. We've got our Patreon, patreon.com slash I'mFatPodcast. And uh, I think I've covered all the bases, right? I think that's everything. Yeah, I think so. All right. So, yeah, we did get to see each other this week. I was uh, Thursday out in Rosemont for the National Sports Collectors Convention. I think that's what it's called in Rosemont. I'd never been there before. And, man, that was that was a thing. I guess like 125,000 people went over the course of the four days. Like it was the most attended one that's like ever happened. And wow, I'm not a big like card memorabilia uh, collector of any kind. Like I have got you see, I've got my Marion hosted jersey behind me, but that's one that mm-hmm. I bought and framed. I have a Wayne Gretzky signed stick that somebody got me a Duncan Key signed stick, but I don't collect stuff on my own. Um, but man, being in that place was that was pretty interesting and pretty cool. And you just see like these guys who travel with their like entire fortunes. You know, yeah. in these glass cases, like, whew, like, man, what happens if you lose one of those? That's a lot of money. Right. What happens if you lose that signed record that all the Beatles signed that you're trying to sell for $40,000 or whatever it is? Man, I did get to meet Jeremy or Jaguar, though. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> the second you sent me that picture, that's amazing. He's a, like, no doubt, like, incredible player hall of famer all that stuff and all i think of with yarmir yager is mike north butchering his name yes jarmir jaguar and then uh dan mcneil on facebook wrote in chuck swirsky voice jarmir jagger because i guess he said it that way once (laughs) 
So it's, I guess it's oh, whatever boy. age you are, you've got a different mispronunciation in your head. Um, but anyway, boy, that was cool. from Chuck. <laughs> but the most important <laughs> thing, Rick, is we yes. went and visited Big Chicken, Shaq's new spot uh, in Rosemont. And, well, I'll tell you this. It was big, and there was a lot of chicken. Yeah, it there. was. So I got the grilled cheese, which has like a fried chicken patty, grilled cheese on Texas toast, and fries. Rick had the, what was yours called? I forget. Oh, you had the, the big, big Aristotle. Aristotle. The big Aristotle. So there's a good look at my uh, at my chick- at my grilled cheese, uh, if mm-hmm. you're watching on YouTube. And then there's Rick's uh, big Aristotle. That you can see, bigger chicken than bun, which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that has on it, it has Munster cheese, uh, fried onions, and their sweet and smoky Memphis barbecue sauce. And I'll I'll start with that. I would say good, not great. Yeah. It wasn't blow my socks off top tier fried chicken sandwich, but it was a good chicken sandwich. Like the the I think that barbecue sauce, it wasn't my favorite of the barbecue sauces, but probably for that sandwich, it it probably made the most sense. Like it's exactly yeah. what it says. It's sweet. It's smoky. Like it's exactly what you would think for like a Memphis barbecue. And it was it with the chick. The quality of the chicken is good, but I it's not. I'm it's not a holy cow. I have to somehow make the half hour drive out every week or something to have this. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Now I would say I, I had a similar sort of an experience. Like I, I did like it. Like there yes. was nothing about it that it made me feel like, oh, that wasn't that great, right? Like it was good. I just didn't I'll say this. If it was in Homewood, I would go there fairly often, right? Like it was sure. it would be part of the rotation. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Uh it was good, but you're right, not great. So mine was the crispy chicken grilled cheese, three cheeses, chipotle barbecue sauce on rustic Italian bread. I'm sorry, it was not Texas toast. My bad. Sorry to Texas. Mm. Um, but it but the sandwich, the chicken itself, I kind of regret not getting like tenders or something because I really wanted mm-hmm. to just taste the chicken. So whenever the opportunity presented itself where there was a piece that wasn't covered in cheese or sauce or whatever, I would try to eat it. And I did really like the chicken. So next time I'm yeah. at Rosemont, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to get the tenders and see how that goes. Because those sauces were good. They had like four different sauces. Yeah, they had the... Uh, Spicy Chipotle barbecue. Mm-hmm. There was a Carolina mustard barbecue, the sweet and smoky barbecue, and shack sauce. Yes. And I think I think if I had to like power rank those, it would go spicy. I think the, the Carolina and the sweet and the sweet and smoky are so different. Yeah. But I think they're very equal. And then probably Shack sauce was okay to me. It, it to me it was the least of the four, but I think they were all really solid. The shack sauce is is cane sauce. It's the same stuff. It's like yeah, mayo, ketchup, and hot sauce, or whatever the hell that is. It, it was totally fine. If you like the cane sauce, you'll like the shack sauce. But yeah, not totally my thing. Um, let's talk about the one thing I think that you and I both kind of agreed on was the fries. The fries were. You look at the picture. And they look mm-hmm. very promising. They look like big old steak fries. But these yes. things were flat. And I don't know. I don't want to say crunchy. They're almost like kind of chewy. Like, I couldn't tell if we got a bad batch of fries or if they're going for something 
that they're not really accomplishing. Yeah, it's almost like if you deflated a steak fry. Yeah. Like, think of the worst steak fry you ever had. and <laughs> Right? And that's what it is. Like, it was... It was. I was really excited when I saw the fries. I, I think I liked them a little better than you. Okay. Yeah. I, just, um, I didn't I, get it. Like, yeah, I didn't think they were terrible. Like, just I I could easily eat, uh, and I did eat all of them that I had. Um, and I would get them again. I mean, again, they're not just like with the chicken or anything. It's not great. Like, it's not inner circle great. Holy cow! Anything like that. To me, they're decent enough fries. I think the seasoning on them saved them a little bit. Yeah, that helped. I think that def- that definitely helped. So this is like I'm I'm good. I'm I love a good seasoned fry. So that helped it for sure. But I think they needed. I don't think it needed to be a full blown like stuffed steak fry. But if it had just a little bit more, then it would have been a lot better for me. Yeah, there was kind of no body to the fry at all. It was kind of imagine if you ordered steak fries and they like sucked all the soft potato out of the middle and then just served yeah. you the rest of it. That's kind of how it mm-hmm. was. And I will say they do right, also like- they also offer sweet potato waffle fries, dirty fries, which are the fries we're talking about with banana uh peppers, uh bacon and chipotle barbecue sauce on them. They've got mac and cheese with a cheese it crust and a jalapeno coleslaw. So there are some other side options if you're not into what they call the BC fries, which I assume stands for big chicken. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just was not. I just didn't get what they were trying to do. I truly felt like I'm as confident that they were like a bad batch as I am that that's how they intended them. You know? Yeah. They just were kind of, yeah. I don't know, didn't love them. But it sounds like mm-hmm. a bad review. I think I think we're both kind of agreeing that like, Good, not great. Check it out. You know, yeah. Judge for yourself, and we'll say uh, we got the milkshakes, buddy. Those were good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those will those will bring the boys to the yard. Yes. Uh, so the one I got was called the Diesel, um, which mm-hmm. was I'm pulling it up here. Oreo with Oreo cookies with whipped cream. I mean, nothing special, nothing fancy, yeah. but uh, really damn good. Which one did you end up getting? I got the big shamrock, which was chocolate chips and uh, chocolate drizzle, which I found funny that it wasn't like a mint chocolate chip thing because it's the big shamrock. I get it. He was on the Celtics. That's why like all these nicknames or all these names are Shaq's nicknames in different locations, which totally cool. I love it. But like if it's going to be the big shamrock, mind you, fantastic shake. Yeah. But wouldn't you think there'd be some mint involved? I wonder if there's some sort of legal thing where they can't say Shamrock Shake and have it be mint because it's probably owned by by uh, oh, McDonald's. True. I don't know. But yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did expect to have uh, mint in there. Um, the other two, El Padrino Negro is a chocolate chip peanut butter whipped cream shake. Rick passed on that one, mm-hmm. surprisingly. And then the other yeah. one you were deciding between was the Big Conductor which is salted caramel cookies and whipped cream. And that sounded good too, but I w- I'm very glad I went with the diesel. It was excellent. It wasn't like one of those concretes that's impossible to drink. You know, right. it was very drinkable. I think it was gone by the time well, I hit the highway. Even, even if it, even if it was on the day that we went oh. Thursday, just, just give it two minutes and it would have been melted enough. Yeah, it was, it was, so hot. It was Swamp Ass Central that day, man. That was brutal. 
Yeah. That was that was real hot. I did not enjoy most of that day. That was oof. Thankfully, I didn't have to spend much of it outside. And one thing, like, I know this is probably me stating the obvious, but it's also yet another example of me being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Of when I think of like uh, a car starter, like a remote car starter, I think of it for the winter. Yeah. When it's cold and you want to defrost, you know, get the defrosting process started and all that. Sure. However, as I'm learning, great for the summer too. Get that air conditioning kicking. And I'm an idiot and hadn't really thought of that until like this week. You know what? You just planted the seed for me because I have one of those too on my Mazda CX-30. More on that later. Um, and mm. I've never used it for that purpose. I should do that. Yeah. That would be smart. Yeah. That would be smart. Yeah, that was the day to do it. But if you want to visit Big Chicken, uh, it is in Rosemont, forty-nine. I'm sorry, ninety-four thirty-seven West Higgins Road. So it's nice. There's like a, they got a big parking lot. Like it's kind of off the, not off the beaten path, but it's away from the convention center. I was a little concerned. Like, am I gonna have anywhere to park here? But no, they got mm-hmm. their own lot. Plenty of stuff around there. Other good stuff right there too. Um, but yeah. I would say recommend but we're not going to go i wouldn't say don't go out of your way to try it right if you're in the area and you're curious check it out i don't think you'll be disappointed but i it's not a it's by no means a destination uh stop now again they just opened and you usually want to give a new place what do they say like three months to kind of find the rhythm get all the kinks Mm -hmm. worked out but i will say aside from I thought the food was prepared well. We didn't wait and absorb. Yes. Like we got our stuff quickly and everything was right. So, you know, usually the the early restaurant kinks were not there, um, but maybe they'll get some of the food improved. But it, I, again, it was good, not great. That's all I'll say. I, will I go back? Yes. I just won't yeah. make a special trip to Rosemont for it. Exactly. Yeah, because that's like a half hour trip for me. I know it's much more for you. So, yeah, it's it's one of those where if I'm in Rosemont, if I end up, you know, popping by the uh, the Illinois, a place that we used to both work, the uh, Illinois media schools moved to Rosemont and it's like less than a mile from there. So, yeah, in that type of situation, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not going out of my way for it. There, there are other places that I either haven't tried or that are much more of a go to within that distance. Yeah, I would, that say, I would go to before this. Like you're, I, I would, I would think pretty clearly. Raising Cane's is better um, mm-hmm. than Big Chicken. I would say that. Uh, well, I, for sure, Fry the Coop is better. I know it's different. Yes, but if you get a yeah. Fry the Coop by you, that's better. Um, there are better places out there, but this is a chain. This is a fast food mm-hmm. restaurant, so it's not quite exactly the same. Um, but Cane's is a chain. Cane's is a restaurant, but. I just yeah. think Cane's does everything better. I've never tried any of their shakes or desserts. Um, I don't even know what they have, to be honest. Uh, maybe they have one shake. Like, they have one sauce. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> but uh, but I, I just think overall, the, the chicken at Cane's is better. The, obviously, the mm-hmm. chicken sandwich at Popeye's is better. Um, yes. I would say it's probably comparable to the KFC sandwich in terms of maybe not taste, but ranking. It's okay. Again. Try yeah, it for yourself. I think that's fair. Yeah, we don't want to deter you, but uh, try it for yourself. Anyway, so that's Shaq's uh, Big Chicken. It's just called Big Chicken. His name is not on there, even though he's all over it. Um, yes. Big Chicken, 9437 West Higgins Road in Rosemont. So there you go. Go check him out. 
Uh, I think you'll like mm-hmm. it. And, and uh, next thing here, I've been sitting on this story for a couple weeks, so to speak. And this week, buddy, really, uh, really needed it. This was uh, published in the Huffington Post, which I haven't really read in a long time. But the headline, <laughs> the headline got my attention. How to prevent swamp crotch this summer, according to medical experts. <laughs> and this was swamp crotch week. It got better over the weekend. Like yesterday was nice. Today, Sunday mm-hmm. was nice. Um, but boy, leading up to that was brutal. And there's uh, a Dr. Karen Eilber, E-I-L-B-E-R. Um, okay. says crotch sweat happens for the same reason it happens in our armpits, explained Dr. Karen Eibler, a urogynecologist in Los Angeles who co-authored a woman's guide to her pelvic floor, colon, what the fuck is going on down there? That's the name of her book. <laughs> <laughs> so she's an expert. Somehow Jerry Angelo has a, has a credit in this too, because of, you know, you have your pelvic floor, but then you've got... What's your ceiling? What's your pelvic ceiling? <laughs> yes. What's your pelvic ceiling? All right. So here are the here are the here's the advice that they give you uh, from Huffington Post. Number one, switch out your fabrics. Breathable and moisture wick- wicking fabrics can help keep things fresh. Wear loose fitting clothing made from natural fabrics to maximize air circulation and allow skin to breathe. This includes light airy fabric fabrics like cotton. And linen, avoid wearing nylon, polyester, and other synthetic materials, which will trap heat and moisture and exacerbate the problem. Okay, there you go. Uh, I highly recommend um, Fabletics, which is, wow, why am I blanking on her name? Goldie Hawn's daughter, actress, um, almost famous. Holy cow. (laughs) What's wrong with us? I've this thought about bad. her so many times in so many different ways. Yeah. Kate Hudson is her name. Thank you. Okay. Kate Hudson <laughs> owns this company. <laughs> and it's like affordable workout stuff. They've got yeah. the greatest boxer briefs ever. And if you hmm. jump in like to their promotional deals, I got like four pair of underwear for like $7. And then you just oh, wow. cancel and you just take advantage of the deal. So look for those. Those Fabletic boxer briefs are awesome. I, I, okay. I, whenever they're all like in the wash, I get mad at my other underwear. Yeah. Okay. So there's a recommendation. All right. Here's number two. Change okay. your clothes as soon as possible after sweating. When it's mm-hmm. hot enough, sweat will happen regardless of your preventative measures, but there are still ways to avoid the additional problems that could arise from the extra moisture. It's also a good idea not to stay in sweaty workout clothes for prolonged periods especially those that are tight fabrics that tend not to breathe well. The longer you leave on sweaty clothes, the longer you're creating a perfect environment for infections to flourish. One of the most common issues from leaving your damn clothes on too long is yeast infections. And yes, boys, it happens to you too because yeast thrives in warm and moist areas. Even if you don't develop a yeast infection, you can get a heat rash, a very itchy rash that develops in areas with sweaty skin and if you scratch that itch and your nail has bacteria on it, you could be in for a bacterial infection. <laughs> you got a stew going. <laughs> Maybe you got a stew going. <laughs> While you might be okay in your sweaty garments for an hour or two, changing out of them as soon as you can is mm-hmm. always the best bet. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeast infection, not fun. Not fun. I have had one before. It's actually how I found oh. out I was diabetic because all the pH really? was all screwed up down there. And I went to the doctor and he's like, well, I'll take your blood sugar. 
And he's like, your blood sugar is super high. Congratulations. You got diabetes. Like, oh, okay. Okay. His bedside manner wasn't great. He's like, yeah, you're diabetic. I'm like, oh. He's like, yep. Okay. See you later. I was like, uh, this is like a, oh. um, like a, like a drive-in, not a drive-in, but one of those, like, uh, what do you call it? Urgent cares. Yes. <laughs> so is that my actual doctor? So you weren't like the doctor from Arrested Development that like phrased <laughs> everything terribly. I'm sorry. We lost him. Yeah. We don't know where he went. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so, good. Yeah. That's how I found out I had diabetes. Um, so there's that. Okay. Number three, try a powder. We've been telling everybody this. This is why Gold Bond has been in March Fatness forever. Thank you. Antifungal or quote jock itch powders can help th- keep things dry for people who are prone to yeast infections. It's best to apply these powders after you exit the shower, completely dry your skin, and then apply the power to the go- the powder to the groin area. You might also be able to <laughs> and power. You might be able to apply it directly from the bottle by sprinkling it on or squeezing the bottle. We can also put it in your hands and rub it on. That's what I do. Less yeah. is typically more in these scenarios, but be sure to fully cover the problem area for maximum results. A popular antifungal powder option, which has been around for over 100 years, is Rick Gold Bond. That's correct. Not only does this talcum free powder absorb moisture, absorb, absorb moisture, <laughs> absorb, lady, but it can also help relieve itching or irritation. That's a result of groin sweat and members of groin sweat. I was just going to say with my band name in high school. <laughs> All right. There's a couple more. There's two more. Uh, number okay. four, consider an antiperspirant down there. It may be beneficial to use an antiperspirant specifically designed for this area. These products contain aluminum salts that temporarily block perspiration and can safely be used on the genital region. One highly rated option on Amazon formulated for both men and women is Loom Acidified Deodorant Wipes. These wipes are actually aluminum-free, making them gentler on sensitive skin. There are also a wide variety of groin deodorants designed specifically for men's or women's bodies. Uh, you should exercise caution when selecting these products as certain ingredients may cause irritation. And the last one, which none of us want to hear, is talk to your doctor. No, not interested. Nope. nope. <laughs> so nope. there you go. Okay. We're trying to help people here. I, I can actually... Relate for something that happened today. Oh. I was extremely fearful of the crotch rot type scenarios today. Yeah. And this was because I'm over at at Sam's place right now. For those watching on video, different background than normal. I'm not at my place. So I was I brought laundry with and I'm doing laundry and I didn't plan things out properly. Mm. So the underwear that I had was in the washer still when we had to go. Had to make it at least, at least, at least, if there was ever a place to have to go commando and not be judged as much if a bad scenario happens. We went to Costco. Okay. (laughs) You know, the the people watching at Costco is great. Yeah. Well, here's what you should do. Uh, Since you were at Costco, buy like a 40 pack of underwear 
And then, like our guy <laughs> who, <laughs> like our buddy who has the slices of American cheese in his glove drawer, you could have several pairs of underwear in your glove drawer in case of emergency. Because as we learned from the good doctor, change your sweaty clothes as soon as you can. I felt smart for that because uh, today we did some work getting the, the house cleaned up a little bit like the garage. And I came in and sat down for like maybe five minutes and was like, I'm taking a shower. I can't stand this. But thankful to report, no incidents at Costco. Nice. No incidents after the fact. And I am not someone who is very fond of going commando. I like wearing underwear. So to be in this scenario was not great. I was not. Now, I was able to wear athletic shorts with it, which helped. Okay, that helps. As opposed to traditional shorts. So that was good. That helped limit some of some of your bad scenarios to a point. But still, yeah. when you're stopping for lunch and then going to Costco, you know, it was what I had to do. I messed up the schedule. That's what I, that was my fault. I didn't think this through. So I can thankfully report no incidents Good. in this, but I was keenly aware of the possibilities and did everything I could within my power to prevent said situations. And thankfully on this occasion, I did. So I know everybody was worried. I'm happy for you. I'm very, I'm glad that you were able, it's a nice day for it. At least today was a little more tolerable. You had a nice little breeze, yes. not too hot. Um, for me with the gym shorts going commando, that seam is right there, mm -hmm. man. That's true. These were a little bit, uh, a little bigger, like okay. they're a longer, a longer crotch on them. So, okay. you know, plenty. all right. Fair enough. Do you know the story of the uh, the gym sort short seam from your score days? I don't think I do. Hmm. Okay. Um, a former employer employee, a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't know if you worked with this person. I don't know. Was jogging in gym class. Okay. And the seam. Oh no! Caused her first ever. Hmm. Yeah. So it can work to your benefit, I guess. But that scene was hitting just right, apparently. Oh, I'll tell you who it was later. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, score employee, obviously female, so it narrows it down. Yeah, <laughs> not Layla. True. Not Layla. Not no, not not Layla. All right, I'll say that. So there you go. Anyway, okay. I think she told yes. the story on the air, so it's fine. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. But next, I'll tell you off the air that it was. Okay, um, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> she said it on the air. I don't even care. I know. It's just funny. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. So, yeah, get yourself some um, gold bond and some good underpants and call it a day. Actually, this this lets this lets me transition to uh, my other thing I have this week. It's an awkward transition, but. I would say so. It. I had. One of the best food items that I've had in the last, at least this year. Oh. If not longer. Okay. I it's it's a place that everybody knows that listens to the podcast. A couple weeks ago, actually, I think about a month ago now, I checked the I get a, a notification from the Gnarly Knots 
uh, Facebook page Mm -hmm. that on Friday they were doing, this was like at the end of June, they were doing a special, they called it the gnarly dog, which was a spicy brisket chili and nacho cheese on one of their pretzel dogs. Okay. So I guess it went over so well. They're like, well, screw it. We'll do this every Friday. This is just a Friday special. Okay. So this week I made sure to go. And while it may look like a mess (laughs) because it kind of is like, it is a knife and fork, uh, chili dog that they give you the knife and fork and they just acknowledge it. Jay, this thing was incredible. It looks awesome. The nacho cheese is not like your super low grade nacho cheese. It's a little bit better than that, which really upgrades it. You get the quality, like all beef dog that gnarly knots puts in there. The chili, like it's got all the elements you want in it. And that brisket, like remember when we, uh, when we judged fall fest in in, um, Homewood, what one? The brisket chili, the brisket chili. Yep. So this is quality brisket. This is a just spicy enough chili to where it leaves that little bit of that little bit of heat in there for you. It lingers just that little bit. And then maybe the key, the pretzel soaks up the juices from the dog and the chili. So then when you're eating that part of it, it's, it's an experience, man. It is so good. Like I, I brought this thing home, which is not far for me because I'm sorry, but on a 90 plus degree day, gnarly knots is not walking distance to me. So it, it's like three blocks. You know what three blocks is? Driving weather. Yeah. That's when it's 90 plus. Out. Yeah. So, uh, so I drove that home, got upstairs and I was like, oh my God. Like, no wonder, like I had to wait a little bit because like, you know, we just had a big order of, of these specifically. So it's just going to be a couple minutes. Totally cool. And man, I'm like, the, I was wondering about the quality of the brisket because that's generally not their thing. Yeah. Like they've had items with brisket before, but when it's not like you're one of your main things, I always worry about it. But like the quality of the brisket in with all the different elements of that chili. Like, even if it was just that chili by itself, I would eat that. No doubt. Damn. And you're adding nacho cheese, and it's on a hot dog with that pretzel bun. Yeah. It's it's incredible. So, like, if anybody has a Friday free, that's a must. So It's a must to get to Gnarly Knots and have this. So that's going to be that particular dog will be there every Friday? Correct. Oh, okay. I can make that happen. Gnarly Knots, mm-hmm. by the way, 100 West St. Charles Road in Lombard, uh, right by Casa de Rick there. Um, yep. Yeah. Also I mean, buy like Nacho Rita. Uh, dude. Ground Level 105, like Shannon's Deli. You're so spoiled. Yes, I am. You really are. You can walk there. I had to take my Mazda yeah. CX-30 there. See that transition? You like that? Where did mm-hmm. I get my CX-30? Yep, I got it at Mazda of Orland Park. You should get one, too. I got a CX-5 from 2015 as well. I love my Mazdas. I love my experience at Mazda of Orland Park, and you will, too. Give them a call, 708-444-3200. Ask for Eric Vates, 
That's our guy. He will get you uh, started with the buying purchase or the test drive uh, process, whatever you're looking to do. Uh, Eric can help you out. Even if you just have a couple questions about pricing, about gas mileage, whatever, Eric can get you steered in the right direction. They're located at 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. Mazda of Orlandpark.com is your website. And, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. You can buy a car from anywhere, right? Like these days, you're basically going to find very similar prices wherever you go, uh, you know, within a couple grand here or there. But what you're paying for these mm-hmm. days is the service experience. And the service experience at Mazda of Orland Park is incredible. I think, I don't know if I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, something went up, something was up with my car battery. I don't know if I left left it running like i was in the car listening to radio for a while with the it was like in the it was a cool day so i like just had the radio on and i had the windows down and i think i might have sapped the battery a little bit so the car wouldn't start so look up at my little you know every time i get my oil changed they put the sticker on there it says you know ride shore benefits call this number call it 15 <laughs> minutes the guy's there uh in a i was in a target parking lot like like an in, like a parking garage at a target the guy found okay. me jumped the car Took care of it, boom, right away, beautiful. Uh, could not have been easier. And if I was to just call a normal tow truck or a roadside assistance, it would have taken hours. I would have had to miss work. This guy was there in 15, 20 minutes, got the car started, in and out the door, beautiful. It's all part of being a customer at Mazda of Orland Park. So check them out, MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. Uh, I saw this story, uh, Rick, mm-hmm. this week too. This from kcrg.com that's abc9 in i don't know where i uh, don't really care doesn't matter uh the headline says <laughs> legally change your first name to subway and get free subs for life but they're from subway so that's the thing <laughs> that is uh cedar rapids iowa okay perfect that tracks uh subway's looking to reward <laughs> its biggest fan with free subs for life All they have to do is legally change their first name to Subway. The national chain recently changed its entire menu to include freshly sliced meats and a collection of new Deli Hero subs. Okay, cool. Um, Those Mm -hmm. willing to commit taking the plunge can visit SubwayNameChange.com and enter between August 1st and August 4th to win free Subway Deli Heroes for life. One person will earn $50,000 in Subway gift cards and assume an iconic new identity. The restaurant will provide the winner with $750 to reimburse them for legal and processing costs for the name change. Wait, so even if you do this, you're not guaranteed to win. That's how I read it. There's one person that wins. I mean, unless they only assume that one person's actually going to do this. True. But... I don't know. I mean, I guess if a thousand people decide to do it, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of stuff to give away. I don't know. So, yeah, it sounds like just one winner is going to win. I would want a little bit of a guarantee. Yes. That I was going to change my name. Yeah. By the way, if I'm changing my name, it's not Mm -hmm. for Subway. Right. Like, what would it have to be, Rick? Like, what is your, what's your lowest level of, of restaurant that you would change your name for to get free for life? Like, would mm. you make, call yourself Qdoba Camp for, <laughs> for free Qdoba for life? <laughs> or Penn Station Camp? Yeah, right. Gnarly Knots Camp. Yeah. International House of Pancakes um. Camp. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think this is happening at any like high quality establishment. So we've kind of got to like lower our lower our standards here. Change I'm not going to be like. I'll change my name to Long John Silver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I, I doubt, I doubt being like going into Gibson's and being like, "Hey, I renamed myself Gibson's." They were like, "Good for you, dummy." Great. Please leave, <laughs> sir. Yes, exactly. Dude, I had to walk by a Gibson's on the way to Rosemont, like yeah. through the parking garage. I have not had a good steak, like that kind of a steak, in so long. But I digress. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I mean, someone's gonna do this, right? Mm-hmm. Someone, yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone yeah, is. Someone's gonna do it. I. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like Subway's not good enough. No, it's not. Like it's the only reason they're doing any of this, like menu change, is literally because of um. It's because they're getting lapped by everybody else, especially a place like, like this is Jersey Mike's to me. Like this is this is them trying to respond to Jersey Mike's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so that's the other thing too is okay. So you win these deli heroes for life. What if Subway discontinues mm-hmm. the deli heroes? Right. And like, oh, they didn't sell that great, so you don't get them anymore. That's a good question. I also like should. Cutting your meat fresh be like this sort of revolutionary of a thing. I know it shouldn't be. I don't like. I don't think Jimmy John's cuts it fresh. I know they don't. I know Subway. I think Jersey Mike's is the only one that actually does it like in front of you. Right. I'm trying to think if a place like Firehouse maybe does that or something like that. I don't think so. I think they've got the like prepared, like Jimmy John's has. Like there's like okay, you order something with turkey on it. There's like the turkey slices laid out already. It's all for efficiency. But I feel like it's right. fresh. With Subway, I'm always kind of like, is there meat? Like, is it really like high end? I yeah. That's why I almost never go there. I'm really trying to find the picture that I have of when Tony Gill took his first bite of a real steak. <laughs> because he that. before going to Gibson's with myself and Lawrence Holmes, he uh he thought that. All steak was the same, like a Gibson steak was the same as an Outback steak. Oh, sure. Or like so, which is a very, burrito. very Tony thing. Yes, it is. And a double down hard on it, too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> unnecessarily so. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I actually was tempted. We went to the beach with Brian and Sarah this week. Um, we were mm-hmm. just trying, it was actually the day Rocky Words died, which was not the most convenient thing for work. Um, right, because I was wearing a tank top trying to do a report. Um, so I just used my voice. Um, but they got subway, and I'm like, that actually looks kind of good. And then there were twice, two days since then, I've circled a subway and been like, am I gonna do this? And I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I just sent you the picture. All right. <laughs> so I don't know if it's worth putting up, but it's if nothing else, it's worth the giggle to look at. <laughs> All right, I will. I will share it here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Okay. Without causing a major internet glitch. Yeah. So this is like guy who this is Tony Gill, who obviously people know from his time working at the score at NBC Sports Chicago, now uh, NBC Sports Chicago, now hosting Bulls Talk, and uh, man of many odd opinions, including before he thought this before this moment he thought all steak was the same and yeah. then he had a gibson steak and changed his mind oh that's different yes tony yes it is yes yes it is yeah that's 
A good steak, man. Very few things beat it. Very few things. That's so one. true. That's it's so, it's so good. I love a good steak. I got to get out and get one of these someday. I really mm-hmm. do. It's it's beyond time to get myself a quality steak. Um, but if you're looking for mm-hmm. quality food of all kinds, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen is your spot. They're located yep. at 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com. Get your uh, orders in. If you order Fredo'sPizza.com, use that code I'm Fat. You'll save 10% on your online order. They've got the I'm Fat Burger, the I'm Fat Pizza, the I'm Fat Grilled Cheese. But it's not just our stuff. It's everything on that menu, honestly. And whatever you're looking for, maybe you don't want to eat brisket covered in barbecue sauce and bacon and cheese and mash and mac and cheese and all that stuff. Fine. I you're wrong, but cool. <laughs> Do you, you want a salad? They got you there. You know, you want a grilled chicken sandwich. They've got it. Like whatever you can imagine, they've got it at Fredo's and chances are, it's going to be as good or better than anyone you've ever had before. So check them mm-hmm. out. Make sure you're following them on Instagram at Fredo's P- at yeah, at Fredo's pizza. And then fredospizza.com to place your online order and save 10% with the code I'm fat. And they've also got fredosbakery.com with some of the best damn cookies and brownies you'll ever have. Went to Crumble last night and it was good. Oh, 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 oh okay. Hold right. on. Sorry. Waiting for me. Oh. When this podcast is over. Yes. Is a Fredo's brownie. What? Why? When? Where's mine? Uh, not with you. Damn it. I, I wasn't even there for the initial. So earlier this week, uh, Sam got together with her mom and her sister and they were like, okay, well, we're going to do this for dinner. What do we want for dessert? And they were like, oh my God, Fredo's. We can get Fredo's brownies. Yes, that is what we're doing. So they got Fredo's brownies. They enjoyed the hell out of them. Thankfully, thankfully they are not fats because that means there were brownies left over and i'm gonna have one good for you they're so freaking good is it the yes. strawberry quick brownie or just one of their standard brownies i think a standard brownie but i don't know for sure well they're so damn good and their cookies are great and i, I was saying i had crumble last night and crumble's mm-hmm. great a lot of creative stuff but sure it still comes down to the damn cookie you can put mm-hmm. as much glitz and glamour all over it if you, as you want but if your cookie isn't perfect you know, it's not going to be the best cookie ever. To me, Fredo's is still the best cookie ever. They're the champions. Love them. Fredo'sBakery.com. Check them out there. All right. Uh, we have a ton, a ton of Ascafats to get to today. So we're going right. to waste no time, and we're going to get right to them. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, six pepper, chili lime, and sriracha bacon. Bacon jams, we have the original, the bourbon, the cherry jalapeno, and the chorizo. We're out of town this week, but keep your orders coming. I've gotten a few from you, and I'll get back to you as soon as I get back into the area, and we'll get your orders filled. Promise. Have a good week. Eat tons of bacon. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Send Charlie an email, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. He's on Instagram at charliethebaconguy and on Twitter, X, at CZ the Bacon Guy. Many ways to get in touch with him. Uh, you got an idea in mind or an old flavor that you heard about that you want again? 
Get in touch. You order enough. He will make it for you. That's for damn sure. He'll ship it. He'll deliver it. Whatever you need, Charlie will make it happen. So again, get in touch with Charlie. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com at CharlieTheBaconGuy on Instagram. Go follow that account too for some bacon porn and at CZTheBaconGuy on Twitter. All right, we have three voicemails before we get to our many emails. So voicemail, leave us a message, 708-858-3314. Hey, boys, this is Bobby D calling. Nope, I did it again. (laughs) What the hell? I I believe my roadcaster is malfunctioned. Give me one second here. Uh Aha, the roadcaster. Is wrong. All right, here we go. Hello, friends. I got two quick things. This is Luke from the South Side. I would like to say that the COVID pandemic had one positive effect on the world. Hogwild is now accepting credit cards. You know, the whole not touching cash will help you stay alive. But anyways, I was thinking that you would like to know because of the burger episode where Jay got a burger from Mickey's. The burger at Hogwild is awesome. Uh, the real reason I'm calling is last weekend I went to the Thornton Distilling Company. It's right down the street from Homewood. Yes, it is. You get to drive on the cool road over overlooking the quarry if you go locally. You might take the highway and go the other way, but I would say from Jay to Thornton Distilling Company, it's a cool drive. Anyways, the food there was awesome. The uh, bourbon barbecue burger is what I had, and I had onion rings. They were really good. My wife had uh, barbacoa tacos, and she said they were delicious. But it's a cool site. They have historic, a historic building. And uh, anyways, that's all I wanted to say. Uh, thanks for your podcast. Bye-bye. Yeah, Thornton Distilling Company is very, very cool. 400 East Margaret Street in Thornton. And it's true. It is right over like the quarry. You have to like drive over the quarry to get to this place. And the first experience I had with them is when the pandemic happened, which is odd that he mentioned that about Hawk Wild. Um, mm-hmm. They like started producing hand sanitizer like for the community. Oh, yeah. Like and and it was like they they went out of their way to make as much as they possibly could. So that's cool. Yeah. The brewery was built in 1857. Like this is an old, old building. Um, it's the history of it is incredible. Uh, if you go to their website, ThorntonDistilling.com, you can read all about it. Um, it's just an incredible place. Um, you know, when it got started, it was always kind of populated by the quarry workers and all that stuff. Uh, it's just really a cool place. I, I can't even begin to start to tell you the history of this place. It's just, mm-hmm. it's an, it's an incredible place. And I'm so glad that it's it's functioning and working and people are visiting it and it's successful. It's so, so cool. Again, 400 East Margaret Street in Thornton. So if you're going over, you know, I-80 into Indiana, you go over that big quarry. Thornton is like right behind that. And you can get to okay. it from Homewood and get to it from, you know, Harvey, wherever. Um, and it's a really cool and historic place. And I think like Thornton is kind of a cool. There's a lot like East, like Southeast like Thornton and South Holland. And like, there's a lot of cool suburbs that a lot of folks, myself included, by the way, until I lived here, never really went through. You had no reason to, if you're from even the South suburbs, when are you going East 
You know what I mean? Like towards Indiana, pretty rarely. There's a lot of good stuff that way, and Thornton Distillery is is one of the one of the best. So definitely check that out. That's for damn sure. I'm glad to hear the food's good because I think uh-huh. for a while they were not serving food, and then oh, okay. then they started to. So yeah, check them out. All right, I fixed the first voicemail. Here we go. Hey Pats, it's Jason from Oshkosh. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. But when you no. go through a drive-through and they ask if you like that small, medium, or large, and you say large. Don't you assume that you're getting large fries as well, not just a large drink? Unfortunately, I went to Popeye's this week. They asked me if I'd like small, medium, or large. I ordered large, expecting that I was going to get a large fry along with uh, my sandwich, and all I got was a large drink. The fries are the exact same size as they would. This has to be fixed. That's <laughs> sends up the flagpole. Let's try to uh, get this fixed throughout all the fast food community. Keep it good work. Love the pot. See, I agree with you on that, that, that you should. So here's what I do. Like if I go to McDonald's, I will mm-hmm. say, give me a number five large size with a diet. That's yeah. how I order it. I think then they know to make everything large. Okay. If I don't want a large fry, I'll say, give me a number five with a large diet. Okay. So I order intentionally that way. Mm-hmm. But I again, I don't drive through Popeyes very often. Usually, if we get Popeyes, it's like a meal for the family, and I'll either okay. do it on the app or I'll just go in and make sure I get everything I want. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think if you say large, it's assumed that you mean fries too. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think so. That that is disappointing. And also, we will not run it up the flagpole. We will run it up the fat pole. The fat pole. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, I had, yeah, I got McDonald's this week and I ordered a large Coke and then she didn't hear me say large. So I got to meet him. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was very disappointed. Ugh. All right. Anyway, Rick, you ready hmm. for this? Oh, I, I think I am. This is Southside Butt Rush, Carolyn, catching up after a, a few weeks here. Um, so I'm just hearing about Charlie, the bacon guy's daughter's birthday happy birthday but i'm kind of confused and concerned how sasha's favorite food is not bacon can you all please solve that mystery what's going on thanks bye yeah this has to be run up the fat pole too yeah yeah i mean could could charlie's vacation be to find a new home you know have to kind of disown the child sorry (laughs) they're trying to find a military school for yeah just turned two I mean, they, you know, they've got all, they've got so many different, you know, preschools and what, and, you know, daycares and whatever. Now you're telling me there's not a bacon centric daycare. Hmm. I think that's a nice side hustle for Charlie. Now I will say this. Sasha's a two-year-old. What's the tooth situation on a two-year-old? Fair question. I don't know if she has all of her teeth yet, and that can be a challenge with bacon, but just puree that stuff, Charlie. Come on. Right. You have you have upset. Hi, Pat. This is Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. Yeah. You you upset Southside Butt Rash Carolyn, and that upsets me. Right. So Charlie has disturbed the fat force. It, yes, there's a disturbance. That's for sure. <laughs> I will figure that out, Charlie. Let's go. Jesus. That's disappointing. All right. Let's get to the myriad emails. Ask All a right. fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans 
send us an email. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. And this email segment is brought to you by our friends at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. They're a family-owned small business owned and operated by Paul and Chrissy. They're a brewery that loves to produce all sorts of beers from very adventurous, very, very hoppy, very, very crafty and cool and stylish to very accessible, which is what I like. I like the accessible Mm -hmm. beers. Those are my favorite. Whatever your beer thing is, Nick and Ivy has your beer thing. And what I love most, aside from their incredible beers, I've tried all of them. I like all of them, some more than others because of my, you know, various tastes. Rick agrees, Um, Mm -hmm. but they're all great. There's no question that they're all excellent. But what I love about Nick and Ivy is at no point do I go in there and feel like I don't belong. Right. I don't feel like I have to have like a handlebar curly mustache and like a little douchey like fedora on and like sniff my beer and like have all these thoughts on it. No, I'm going to sit down, watch the game, enjoy a beer, good company, good people, good atmosphere. I love it. And Nick and Ivy, if I live closer to Lockport, it would be my go-to spot. I've always wanted to have like the bar I go to. Yes. I've never had that before. Nick and Ivy would be that place if I didn't live 45 minutes away. But if you live close to Lockport, it will be yours. 1026 South State Street. Go visit them every night. But Tuesday, they do an open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, there's live music on their stage. It's great stuff. Bring in some of the wonderful food right around there from the downtown Lockport area. They've got Taco Heaven. They've got all kinds of great stuff around there that's really, really good and fat approved. Pick it up, bring it in, order it, have it delivered, whatever. Nick and Ivy allows other people's food in their spot. Drink some great beer, eat some great food, hang out with some awesome people. Boom, that's a trifecta, and that's what you get at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company, 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Follow them uh, on their socials at Nick and Ivy Brewing. That's Facebook and Instagram, and their website, NickIvyBrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y Brewing.com. NickIvyBrewing.com. All right, a lot of emails. A lot of them long. We're going to do our best to get through all of these. Uh, This one is from Andy. He says, hello, boys. Very quickly, there are a few new varieties of Takis available that I tried this past week. Takis Hmm. non-spicy nacho cheese chips and nacho cheese popcorn. Both were okay. Had just enough taste to not be great, but had me saying not great, but still found that I couldn't stop eating them. Takis dragon sweet chili. They were fine. Not much in the way of spice like the bag claimed it would have. And Takis guacamole, which I must say, if you'd like a bit of spice that lingers for a bit and does have a good guacamole taste, this is for you. Eight out of ten for flavor. And finally, McDonald's took a nice swipe at Wendy's breakfast with their cheesy jalapeno egg McMuffin. I was not expecting much, but man, did it deliver. It was the regular sandwich McMuffin, but with slices of jalapenos that had just right, just the right amount of heat and crunch. Uh, on the sandwich also my girlfriend and i are pretty sure there was nacho cheese added to the sandwich right on top of the jalapenos if you've not tried it yet boys get one first thing in the morning that's from andy i have heard about the jalapeno uh egg mcmuffin and the reason i haven't tried it yet is because i'm not interested in like canned pickled chilies yeah like if they're going to be grilled or fried or something yeah but i don't know but it seems like so far solid reviews for that so i'm definitely going to check it out that's interesting. I wondered how long it would take 
for McDonald's to make some sort of shift and just acknowledge that they, while they're still in the lead, of course, in the fast food breakfast game, that if nothing else, like they're in the lead because of reputation. Yeah. More than actually having the best food. Wendy's breakfast is so much better. And I love McDonald's breakfast. I love it. I love it. I love it. But Wendy's is better across the board. Yeah. And they've got those awesome breakfast fries, which are like, they're basically like potato wedges from B-dubs, but better and spice better. Yeah. They're game changers. So, all right. Hopefully this is an iron sharpens iron type situation. That would be great. That would be great. All right. This next one is from our guy, Fat Matt. Hey, Fats, my wife and I got a night away from the kids and ended up dining and staying in Naperville. We started out at Empire Burger, which was really solid. I got the French dip burger, but my wife got the Empire Burger. I say this because it came with egg on it. Mm. Where do we stand with egg with egg on burgers? Love it. I cannot seem to get past the mental block to try it. Am I missing anything special? Secondly, Rick seems to hang in the Naperville area. Has he tried Louie's Pizza? We had it delivered to our hotel, and we thought it was amazing. Really solid and flavorful thin crust. We did partake in some adult gummies prior, so maybe <laughs> so may have been skewed by that. Just looking for just looking for confirmation. Lastly, we ate breakfast at Buttermilk. It was good, nothing special, but they did have a stuffed biscuit that consisted of bacon, egg, and sausage gravy stuffed inside of a biscuit. I didn't try it as I don't have a spare artery to clog, but maybe it would have been special then. That sounds awesome. A stuffed yeah, biscuit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, as for egg on burger, Rick, I know you're not an egg on your burger guy. I love egg on a burger. Correct. It's good. It gives it like a little like an umami sort of a thing. And if you get like a runny yolk, you get to dip the sandwich in it. Oh, man, I love egg on a burger. It's it's not an every time thing for me. Like I've mm-hmm. got to be in the mood or I got to be starving to do that. But uh, give me an egg on a burger. I, I love that. I think it's really, really good. Rick, have you had okay. Louise pizza? I have not had Louis pizza, right. so that's exciting to have something in Naperville that's new for me to try. I don't even up. know where Louis pizza is. Louis pizza, 1468 East Chicago Avenue. It looks somewhat okay. newish because their picture on Google is a grand opening sign. Okay. But 30 photos, 54 reviews, five star rating on Yelp. That's nice. 54 reviews. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Okay, Louise is on the list. All right. Uh, This one comes from Kevin. He says, hey, guys, I was listening to this week's episode and your discussion around grocery store ice cream brands inspired me to provide a couple ice cream recommendations that you can find at the Jewels. He said Jewels, too, which I appreciate. First, Mm -hmm. something that I think is relatively new is Blue Bunny Soft Serve. True to its name, it is soft and easy to scoop right out of the freezer. It's almost like traditional ice cream if you let it sit on the counter for 10 to 15 minutes to melt a little. The flavors are simple, but I love the consistency. The second is Hudsonville ice cream. They have tons of flavors. My favorite are Caramel Deer Tracks and Traverse City Cherry Fudge. Oh, that sounds good. They even have Triple Peanut Butter Cup for Rick. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Keep up the good work. Uh, That's from Kevin. I have seen the Hudsonville. I think I've tried Hudsonville, like maybe at a party or something. And that okay. was good. I feel like I've I feel like I've seen it, but I've never I've never I haven't chosen it yet. And Blue Bunny is kind of like the standard in terms of I don't want to say cheap, but like in terms of like novelty ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. 
All right. This one is from Kelly from Milwaukee. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Jane Rick. It is once again time for the Wisconsin State Fair, and it is my duty as a loyal listener from Milwaukee to inform you of some of the great items I know will entice you and all the fats. Mm. This year, there is beer cheese Wisconsin lava cake. No bad words there. Whoa. Deep fried apple pie. Okay. <laughs> the Irish dipper. Oh. Which features Guinness and caramelized onions. The porky Sunday featuring candied bacon. Talking to you, Charlie. And the Wisconsin quesadilla featuring cheese curds and chunks of brats. Oh, my. I know you are both super busy, and the trip up to the fair August 3rd through the 13th might not be possible, but some of the fats might be able to make the trip. Tons of entertainment and, of course, lots of beer. Check it out. Uh, WISTATEFAIR.COM. I'm a former Chicagoan and a loyal listener for years. Keep up the good work. By the way, Kelly says, uh, sorry, Sam, about the deep fried apple pie. We did run a poll <laughs> on our yeah. uh, last episode. Do you like cooked uh, fruit, uh, like in pies, etc.? 84% of people said yes. Okay. So there you go. So you can, you I'm can, just going to leave it at that. Uh, all of that sounds, which of those sounds the best? Um, boy, the Wisconsin quesadilla. Uh-huh. I could do that at home. It does sound great, though. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be the beer cheese Wisconsin lava cake. But I'm trying to figure that out, though. Like, so if it's a lava cake, is it? I want to know, is it an actual cake or is it like something else where it's like kind of a a, a cake? I'm trying to. Okay, here. There's a here's a I'm going to the website. Let's see what we can find here. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. All right. I'm sharing a screen. Hang on. Okay. They are like lava, like cheese lava filled pretzel bites. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. A savory take on a sweet classic. The beer cheese Wisconsin lava cake sums up Wisconsin in one bite. These salted Milwaukee pretzel company slider buns are filled with our famous beer cheese soup. Topped with butter and pretzel salt and then drizzled with house-made hot honey and red pepper flakes. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes to all of that. Yes. Okay. Yes. We got to get out there someday, man. I. We, re- we really do. Next year, let's make a point. Let's make a point to make this a trip. We'll spend a weekend okay. out there or something. Yeah. If you want to send us to... Uh, the Wisconsin State Fair next year. Feel free to hit us up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. Yeah. And fun. Yeah, Jen Puente. Yeah, Jen. <laughs> I know I was trying to set you up with Rick before, but you're already married. Whatever. Not doing that anymore. Send us up there. That would be awesome. Oh, God. That all sounds so freaking good. But that, it really yeah, does. The lava cake wins. Okay. Uh, yes. This one comes from Michael. He says, I was recently down in St. Louis for a wedding ugh, and wanted to share two of the amazing food items I had while I was there. We were close to the hill, and uh, which is the older Italian area of the city, and went to the sandwich cop co- shop called Joya's Deli. But they had the most incredible Italian sandwich, which has their signature thick-cut hot salami, pepperoni, and usual other ingredients, all on a toasted, cheesy garlic bread covered in jardinera. Oof. I've never had that thick of salami on a sandwich before, and it was amazing. The other thing that we discovered that was at many places in St. Louis, 
They sell the St. Louis brand of potato chip called Old Vienna of St. Louis Red Hot Ripplets Hot Barbecue Flavor. Okay. They were some of my favorite chips I've ever had. They almost taste like a cross between authentic barbecue flavored chips and Nashville hot chicken spices. Don't know if they sell them outside of the St. Louis area, but would definitely recommend if you're ever down that way. And he sent a picture for reference of the Italian sub, which I'm sharing now on the YouTube page as I stall to bring it up. There it is. That does look good. That thick cut salami on the bottom there. Oh, yeah. See, to me, that's a bit of a deterrent. But the way he describes it, though, it makes a lot of sense that way, kind of. And that bread looks awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. The bread 100% makes it. So funny story. I have not been to Joya's, but I know of the existence of Joya's because one of my good friends, that, that name was the inspiration for the name of their daughter. Of his daughter was that they just like the name. That was the first they had heard. I believe the stories that was the first they had heard of it. They really liked it, and they liked the and they liked the restaurant. So that's the that's the name for their daughter. All right, that's really liking a restaurant. Yes. No, I did consider naming Andy Rosangela. Okay, um, <laughs> this okay. one's really it, long. Rick and I are going to tag oh, team wow. this one. Uh, this is from yeah. my friend from hockey Twitter, Krista. She is currently in Munich. That's in Germany, for those of you that don't know. Um, She wanted to pass on a few trips, a few tips to all the fellow fats who might go to Munich on vacation. Rick, why don't we do like uh, three? Like, we'll just alternate everyone. How's that? Okay. All right. Number one. Yeah, you take the odds. I'll take the evens. Sounds good. Number one, dressed comfortably. The people around you might look fashionable, but they're uncomfortable. Get some easy spirit shoes and use a cane if you need one. I did, and it saved me a lot of pain. Also, duck into a souvenir shop and ask if they have bandanas. Tie one around your head. It will save you from sweating your face off. Okay. Okay. Number two, be aware that the streets in the Allstadt, sure, the old Allstadt. city where she's staying, are cobblestone. Go easy when walking because it's wickedly uneven in places. Okay. I doubt there are too many fats that are going to be doing more than taking it easy. So no, I'm going to take my rascal scooter. Uh, number three, yeah. hotel recommendation. <laughs> Falcon Term Boutique Hotel. They only have 20 rooms, but they're nice and quiet. The bed in my room is a king size and fantastic to sleep in. The shower's a bit narrow, but I like the shower head. Just be aware that the pillows are super squishy and need to be doubled up. That's just how German pillows are. Man. interesting okay heavy lifting on this one yeah as always the victuline marked is an open i think i nailed that i think you did is a giant open air market that has almost everything you can think of it opens at eight and is only closed on sundays and public holidays the smells from the meat stalls are intoxicating there are plenty of seats throughout the market where you can sit Grab a, oh God, I didn't look at the pronunciation on this one ahead of time. Oh my God, that's a lot of letters. Grab a Labor Kazazemel. Sure. Sure. A sandwich with a slice of a baked loaf of meat, the texture and taste of bologna, and chow down. Or get a sausage and a roll. You do you. Okay. I'm down with that. That uh, baked meatloaf sandwich. Okay. Um, yes. Krista says the main brew pub is called the Hofbräuhaus. 
They have giant pretzels and liters of beer. Speaking my language here. I didn't mm-hmm. like the beer, but the pretzel was to die for. They also have crispy roast pork knuckle. That's my nickname in college. Uh, well, just about every t- pub in town has that. All right. Sounds good. All right. Number six. You don't have to tip because the servers here are paid well enough that they don't have to live off their tips. Hey. Funny how that works. If you pay in cash, you can round up the amount to the next euro or two. It's not mandatory. Okay. Herbal like that. Uh, number seven. Mm-hmm. They have something here called spaghetti ice. E-I-S. It's vanilla How am ice. I the one that got stuck with all the... <laughs> well, I, I'm the one that said you take odds and I take evens, I guess. So. That's what I heard. Play back the tape. It's uh, vanilla ice cream pushed through a ricer to make it look like spaghetti strands, then top with strawberry sauce to look like a tomato sauce, and white chocolate shavings to look like cheese. Seriously delicious. That sounds awesome. Yes, it does. Spaghetti. I am here for that. Okay. Eight. A lot of restaurants have delivery. Liferando yeah. and Walt are two services I've used because I because I'd peopled enough earlier in the day and wanted to eat in peace and quiet. I totally get that. Fair enough. Uh, number nine, curry worst. Basically, a grilled sausage sliced and doused in a spicy, spicy sweet ketchup and served with fries. Get you some. Eat your fries with mayo because it's delicious. And I said so. No. No. We'll not nope. be doing that. Nope. I like it. I understand you have like nine other things to try and slip that one in there. We say nay to that. We're paying attention. Keep your mayo away from my fries. Thank you. Number 10. If you're here on a weekend, grab food for Saturday night and Sunday. Most shops and restaurants are closed on Sunday as that's a day for being quiet and staying home. You might find a restaurant that's open, so do some research if you don't want to buy ahead. Okay, bonus tip, get a Bavarian sausage breakfast, two white sausages, a pretzel with sweet mustard, and a wheat beer. Do it. Just make sure to eat it before noon or the sausages won't be fresh or something. I don't know. They, can, they can't they can hear the noon church bells. Uh, recommended restaurants, Ayinger am Platzl. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad at German. Augustiner yeah. am Platzl, uh, Hofbrauhaus, which you mentioned before. Any of the meat food stalls at the market that was mentioned earlier. Above all, pace yourself. Do something in the morning. Rest at your hotel for a while. Then do something in the afternoon, early evening. That's what I've been doing, and it's worked. But please, do not come for Oktoberfest. It is a drunken shit show that even the locals avoid for three for the three weeks it ruins. It's lousy with tourists who try to do a beer tent crawl till they realize they need reservations to get in, and then you just find places where they can go get in for free and drink all night. Please don't, okay? Any other time. But then, I hope you like these tips. I leave soon, but I'll leave my heart at my favorite Librecast stall. All right. Thank you, Krista, for that. Nice. that was, that's very informative. I, You know, if I ever make decent money someday in my life, um, I would love to go to Europe. I was actually talking to Hope, like, what are we going to do when Addie moves out? And she's like, Travel. Like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. That, that yeah. actually sounds really good. So, Addie, move out. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Our last one here is from our guy, our unofficial producer. Rob, uh, I almost called him Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Well, he's not doing anything else. Oh, <laughs> uh, It's because I listened to a podcast where they were talking about a movie that Rob Schneider was in. So, like, he's he's for some godforsaken reason top of mind. Okay. Sorry, Russ. I'm a jerk. We all know this. It's true. All right. 
Hey guys, I don't think this has been talked about before, but I just returned from a five-day cruise down to Mexico. Have either of you been on a cruise before? It has been a premier fat fatcation. I can't like I got all those German words and now like I'm done with English. Yeah, you're screwed. Nonstop food. Yeah, nonstop food options from 6:30 a.m. till 3 a.m. Buffet options available for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Lunch options include a smash burger joint, cantina for tacos and burritos, a deli for make-your-own sandwiches, a seafood shack, a smokehouse for barbecue meats, a pasta bar, and it goes on. Dinner is usually at a nicer sit-down venue where you can order multiple appetizers, multiple main courses, and multiple desserts. If you don't like something, send it back and try something else. See, all this sounds great, except being on a boat for an extended period of time. Yeah, I would say cruises are probably like communism in that way, where it's much better in theory than in practice. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I like being on a boat. I do. I like being on the water. I just feel like a cruise, mm-hmm. I would feel a little bit like pent up. And I know they're giant. I know there's tons of things to do. I totally get that. But I just heard so many horror stories about cruises. And yeah, I don't know. I'm a little bit spooked. If I, if I was to, like, win a free one, I would happily go. Sure. But I don't want to spend part of my trip, like, just worried the whole time about things that I can't mm-hmm. control. Like, I will say this. Like, when Hope and I went on our honeymoon to Mexico, like, I would say, like, it was maybe 10% less fun because I was worried about drinking water or having ice that has not been. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, it was a great honeymoon. Like the food was mm-hmm. wonderful. We stayed at a, you know, for the most part, we were at a resort, so everything was fine. But anytime we ventured out of the resort, it was kind of a like, all right, well, we're going to have this, but we might be, you know, <laughs> have explosive diarrhea for two days, you know? So like <laughs> that, that little element of out of your hands is a little bit, that's a turn off for me. Um, sure. But, you know, I'm a big wuss. So, I don't know. I'm sure. Oh, I Jay, would love it. I'm sure. When I, would love when, it. I w- when I win Mega Millions this week, oh, you and Hope that? can go to Europe. Just me and you? No, I said you and Hope can go to Europe. Oh, okay. Okay. I would rather go with you. Oh. <laughs> you and I can go to the meat stalls <laughs> together. That's true. <laughs> By the way, is there like meat stalls is a hell of a term. I the fact that they exist just delays me. I know, right? German meat stall i'm gonna google it and see what it looks like i can't wait to see what your targeted ads are gonna look like now (laughs) i bet i've seen that documentary before um all right here here's what google offers oh yeah i mean we're just looking at hanging hanging meat (laughs) boy that's just sausages for days oh my god i'm there's just a lot of pink in this picture that's what i'll say that's a lot of meat. And that does not stink. That is no. great. Oof. That's yeah. I'm gonna go take a shower after that. That's uh <laughs> that's it's making because me sweat. You sweat. Yeah. It's yeah. You sweat. Yep. <laughs> You're getting pre-meat sweats. I got the meat stall sweats. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. 
That's about as good a spot as any to uh, wrap this bad boy up. So. Follow us on all our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon if you like, Spotify as well. I'm Fat Merch.com for shirts like the one I'm wearing right now. New design. There we go. I, I can't even say anything because I messed it up last week. Uh, and the new designs as well. It's tons of options and tie dye. Tie dye is there. Uh, so get your favorite design on a tie dye shirt. That's awesome as well. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Subscribe to the channel and like every video, even if you don't end up watching us on YouTube, which is probably better for your eyesight. Uh, you know, just like the videos, get, do us the solid, and then subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. Leave us the old five-star review there as well. That helps us out greatly. And the best thing you can do to help us out is check out our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 cokes, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters.